Hi, this is Roy Evans, the executive director of the Urban Nerd Con. Our heroes, our villains, our stories, everyone's con. Make sure you tune in and check out the Sci-Fi Sisters. No better sci-fi talk anywhere on the World Wide Web, baby. Everybody, welcome to the Sci-Fi Sisters podcast, where we give you our point of view. I'm Tamia Harper, and I'm joined by my sisters, Yvette Blackman Time. Hello. And Sabrina Wood. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. We got a fantastic show because we have one of, I think, our very first honest to God for true repeat guest yep. on. And we're really, really excited to bring him back. He is the CEO of Jericho Broadcasting Network, which is the world's first HBCU sports network. And he is the founder and the director of our favorite, one of our favorite cons, the Urban Nerd Con. So please welcome everybody, Roy Evans. Hi, Roy. (laughs) Hello. How are you ladies doing? We're great. How are great you? Now. We're great Look, now. I feel like super special now being the first repeat guest because I, like, I was so geeked the first time. Like I told everybody about your show. It's just like, oh, my God, black women talking sci-fi stuff. You got to go look at this and listen. So, yeah, <laughs> I am, I'm geeked and honored to be your first repeat guest. Yay. We're honored to have you back, buddy, because, you know, we like you as a human being. You're really cool. And he really is, y'all. Like yep. y'all need to look this brother up and check out Jericho Broadcasting Network because what he does in his real life is really phenomenal and amazing for black folks and HBCUs and sports. And he's like only just the beginning. But we also really, really love you because we super, super love the Urban Nerd Con and yeah. what it stands for, why yep. it exists and what it's all about and we're so far behind you we like we just we just we got everything behind you i yes. said so far behind you so but that's far. not what i meant <laughs> we're so far behind you like that's not what i meant it's coming out of my mouth and i'm hearing we're it and i'm up. like what we're catching up no we're catching there we're getting you <laughs> <laughs> so despite my um twisted tongue roy can you please tell us what the urban nerd con is and why it's important Wow. So the Urban Nerd Con is something that I've been dreaming about for years. Um, Of course, you know, we are of a certain age and, you know, growing up in the 70s and 80s and being a black nerd was not as easy as Hmm. it is now and, and getting engaged in a lot of things. But we know that there were thousands of us out there and we wanted to create a space. There were two two primary reasons. One well, three, I'm sorry. One to create a space for us to gather and feel at home. Um, you know, you talk about the the Jericho Broadcast Networks as well as the Black College Sports Network, which is the division of the company that does the HBCU sports. 
Okay. That was born out of my time at Florida A&M University. Right. And, and having been, you know, I was honors AP student throughout, you know, my regular schooling. So I was always one of two or three black kids in the class. Um, you know, if we have that, but I then had the opportunity to go to Florida A&M. And now I have friends who are literal rocket scientists. <laughs> I have friends, you know, I was the average guy on campus and being around that kind of black brilliance was like, you know, we've got to, it, it, it caused me to want to permeate that through all of the other stuff that we did. Mm -hmm. And so my nerddom was like, yeah, yeah, we got to create almost like that kind of HBCU feeling at a con so that we don't feel marginalized. We don't feel kind of, oh, they threw something together for us as black folks at this con if they do it, you know, yeah. where we can all just be there and gather. So that was, um that was one of the, that was the other, or the first primary reason. The second reason we started the con was because we wanted to celebrate the people who have been in this industry who look like us, who have never gotten their due. And not just those who are in front of the camera that we've seen, um, but also those who have been in, in the comic book area who were drawing and writing these comic books, creating these characters creating these stories and all of those kinds of things, you know, we were always there. It's just that nobody knew because they never were publicized. They never were put out front. Um, so that was another thing that we, because we want to celebrate our folks who were trailblazers and people who paved the way for the, this generation of comic folks. And then the biggest thing, and this is part of that kind of rolls through is I wanted to create a safe space for young blurs. I wanted them to be able to go somewhere and see everything that looks like them out in space, out in, mm. uh, in fantasy, in horror, yeah. whatever it is, because our kids believe that they, they, they achieve what they believe they can do. Right. And the easiest way to do that is to let them see it. If they see themselves in spaces in a, or if they see adults in spaces that look like them, mm -hmm. it makes it so much easier for that child to be like, hey, I can do that then. This guy can do it. I can do that. If that lady can be over there, I can be in this. I can do this kind of stuff. You know, I can fly to bars and do all of these kind of things. I can I can create a book and and put it out there. So those are the, that was the big thing is making sure that our young blurs had a space that would inspire them and spark their imaginations. I love it. I love everything about that. Right, Sabrina? I do, too. I, do too. I mean, I really like that idea of, you know, having a space that feels like an HBCU space that you had. That was really a great way to phrase it because, you know, I went to a predominantly white college, and I know I sometimes I was saying today, I said, I'm jealous sometimes that I didn't yeah. go to one. But, you know, I love my school. Don't yell at me, Holy Cross Crusaders. But, <laughs> um, you know, every time, you know, we have – it's homecoming weekend here at Howard University this weekend. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm not a bison. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we're all – and this is one of the things we talk about just on, as an aside with the HBCUs. Everybody in this country who is, as we like to just put it, is of, of African descent mm -hmm. has a connection to an HBCU. Right. True. So all you mm -hmm. have to do is find one and support it. And trust me, they will bring you in like family and, and treat you as such. But, you know, that's what we do as a culture. Mm -hmm. That That is how we function. 
Mm-hmm. And Very so that, that's that's the key to it, you know. And I, I spent time, you know, I tell people I actually spent time at a at a PWI, predominantly white institution too. And it was a it was it was a completely different feeling. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I I'm speaking from the experience of both sides. That's great. I, I love it. I wish I I wish I had that experience of both sides as well. Oh, me too. You know, but yeah. I We're don't. We're gonna go to Urban NerdCon and get a little bit of. Yeah, it. I was about to say <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll have That's that. It. You'll you'll get it. <laughs> so now, last year at the con, one of the things that we loved the most, and I think one of the things that resonated the most with our listeners um, was the young nerd badges and the opportunity to sponsor, um, uh, you know, and, and provide badges for young kids. Can you talk about those a little bit? Oh, listen, I absolutely will. Like I said, the, the young nerds are our biggest mission in this. And so what we'd like to do is we're hoping that people will donate the badges. So we, we moved it this year. Well, it was planned to be in Atlanta this year. Um, and we will be in Atlanta in 2024. And we'll come back to all of that and talk about what happened with it. Uh, and there are, I know there are four major counties. I think there's one other one that I'm trying to remember. And I can't, I can't seem to remember it. Our goal is to be able to give a minimum of a thousand badges to each school district and have the kids come out and they can pick it out. And we're going to tell them, it's like, Hey, we want to, and we're going to push this thing and use it as a reward for academic success, for social success in the classes and things wow. of that nature. Um, the badges are 25 bucks, but out of that, every child gets 10 bucks to spend at the con. They will. And the goal for that is that we don't want any child to leave the event without something again that sparks their imagination and um i i I have to do a quick shout out because when we did this year one in montgomery in 2022 and i can't think of his last name but david gregory one of your david gregory Gregory. yeah Yeah. yes you're listening dude you are the bomb (laughs) (laughs) yes he is david supported it and he sent it in even when we had our issues he's like keep it then we're gonna we know you're gonna get this thing moving again and I'll do more. So we want to thank David. And I'm going to say that now because I actually, I think I told Yvette about this. David, we got some special stuff for you coming to the con this year. Oh, oh, yay. Because of the fact that you were so supportive of those young nerd badges too. Yeah, yeah. David is a brother that um, I wish everybody in the world had an opportunity to meet because, yes. um, you know, we've been so blessed to get to know him during our journey. Um, and, um, you know, I'm putting him on blast because he's a humble, an extremely humble human being mm-hmm. uh, who is uh, just embodies a deep well of generosity and love. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's the type of brother who puts his money where his mouth is like, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, he 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 does he takes the actions. He doesn't just talk the talk. He walks the walk. In, in every aspect of his life. And he's such a amazing human being that, uh, I mean, he's just really blessed all of our lives. Oh, and definitely. so David, we love you to pieces. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. My little digression. Sorry. Go ahead. No worries. <laughs> it was good. It was good. <laughs> well, this is another thing that I, you know, that I'm jealous of because the first con I ever went to, I think I was 17, but that's because it was the first con. 
It was it the very no, first con. Right? I went to like you the qualify first, that. <laughs> I had been to like the first Star Trek convention ever, and I was Which seventeen. Is so cool. That's so cool <laughs> that, that you were there. I was there, boy. I was there from day one. But uh, I wish I could have. I <laughs> wish. Awesome. Been, oh my god! I know I'm that. I'm that. I'm that. You know what? Right. So, uh, <laughs> so I. I am so jealous of these kids that get to go to cons and like at, at eight, nine and 10, because yeah. I would have been so loving that at that point. So that's just the age where, you know, those eyes are wide and they're just seeing yeah. all this stuff. And I love to watch them, you know, find this stuff and just, okay, I can't wait to see them. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. I really love it when kids get into sci-fi. That is one of my yeah. favorite things to see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think that's one of the reasons like, I mean, why I mean, there's plenty of, of of conventions around, but you know, this is what one of the reasons why we love this convention so much. You know, is because, again, it's um, putting words into action. You know, it's making a difference. Not just you know, it's it's taking it above one step above and beyond just a gathering of like-minded individuals. Right? We're we're a gathering of like-minded individuals with a purpose. You know, and to and particularly to be able to help um, in any way young nerds, and specifically, you know, and a lot of times young black kids m- mainly. You know, that's our emphasis. That that's a beautiful thing to us. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, listen, we are we we make no bones about certain things, and this stems from the top down as far as the Jericho Broadcast Networks. We say we are an unapologetically black network. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we are, our stories, again, our story, our culture, you know, our, our view of these things, but we, what we also say is that we create content that any reasonably intelligent person will enjoy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, totally. and so that is something, you know, we like to say that there, we have more in common than we have apart, but yes. you have to be, you have to be able and willing to look at those differences and be like, Oh, wait a minute. You know, I actually do kind of do that. You know, just be honest with yourself. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we got some good pricing coming up too. Yeah. But, yeah. but before you know what, before we get into pricing, can we talk? I'm sorry. I want to, I want to take us a little bit back. I want to okay. go like, can we talk about some of the guests who will be coming this sure, year? Sure. Sure. We can do that. We can definitely do that. Um, so we're going to go back where as we, one of the things that happened again, which we'll talk about the reset is that we're going back to what we like to call our core group of guests who are our first group of folks that we're expecting to be there. And these are the folks who were actually at the 2022 con down in Montgomery. And so we're looking at having, as we like to call her now, Auntie Adele Simmons. Yay! Yay! Star Trek. (laughs) Listen, we were Star Trek heavy, of course. We know that. So Adele Simmons, uh, Dave Fenoy, voice actor, uh, Kevin Grievous, who's done Star Wars or Star Trek and uh, also is the writer of the Underworld series, Anthony Edwards, uh, who from Enterprise, uh, Anthony Yay. Montgomery. No, Montgomery, Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Uh, Anthony Montgomery. Uh, yep. And let's see. We also, I know I got the other one, but I'm saving him for last because that's my guy. He, he just said <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> to, uh, oh, Tybok. How do I forget the last dragon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he'll be coming back again. Um, we've actually also added Tim Russ is, is excited about coming out to the console. We're, we're excited yay. to have Tim Russ there. 
And, and his uh, band, right? And his yeah, his band. Him and his brothers. They're gonna perform. We they're gonna do a concert at at the event. I love um, it. Nice. And then of course Jake Cisco himself, Sirock Lofton. Yay! So my guy, yeah, man. Listen, I, I told I, I told Sirock, he um, you know, he he literally, literally had me in tears at one point when we were going through some of the struggles and some of the things that were happening. One with a first year con, just really trying to uh to pull things together, and um, that he's 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 a great dude, man. He's he is he is a great dude. So mm-hmm. he's one of the best. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We love him. Two little pieces. brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, but those are so those are our original guests that are coming. Um, uh, well, Tim Russ is new. He he's he's one of the yeah. new ones. Uh, China McCoy. If you saw The Matrix, he was the action body double for Lawrence Fishburne and oh, all the wow. martial arts fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So my guy China, he actually does his company now fight for film, where he teaches people to uh, fight for the film industry and doing things like that. He also has his own comics and uh, characters that he's created wow. that he'll be talking about. Um, we are working on. We haven't gotten it well. So I'm not going to say who we're going. We, we've got some of the early 2000 Nickelodeon folks coming. Ooh. Giovanni Samuels, um, Latera Newsom. Uh, but yeah, all the, some of the, the folks from that early, the early 2000s era of Nickelodeon is going to be out. Um, oh gosh, who are some of the new folks? We're, oh, people who were supposed to come year one that we didn't get, that we're hoping to be able to pull out um, is going to be a gentleman named Panu. I think Panu has done some Star Trek, but he's mostly with our Stargate stuff. Peter Williams, yeah. the other guy. I forgot Peter Williams oh, wow. from Stargate, who was the original, as I like to call him, the original big bad. He played Apophis in in the original Stargate SG-1 series. series. Nice. Um, Peter is going to be there. He's really cool, too. Um, then we have Simone Bailey. Oh. Uh, these again. These are the star. These are some of our Stargate folks. Uh-huh. Tony Amendola, who played Master Braytech. Oh yeah. yeah. The schedule we're looking to bring him in. Cool. And Steve Basic, um, who was on there. He also played in what was the other thing that he played in? The one with uh, Kevin Sorbo. Uh, I forget the yeah, Andromeda. He played oh, Andromeda. Andromeda? No, no, he played in Andromeda. Andromeda. Oh, okay. cool. Uh, more Star Trek reference. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, so we've got a lot of that, but we're, you know, we've got some really great people who are in the comic book industry that are going to be coming out and it's, it's going to be amazing. You know, we're, we're looking to have a lot of fun and, and just again, celebrate our people and just be in a space. And, and, you know, and here, here's the thing, here's this kicker. I'd like to say, be in a space where blurs from six to 75 can all come together and have fun and enjoy and see the things that we need to do. That we I, see. I just made it in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> William Hayashi. You guys know William Hayashi? Yeah. William, we're working on trying to get William out here. William's my guy. I've been working with William for years. He's actually got some great things happening with his Dark Side Trilogy books. Oh, oh um, they, man. Oh, you didn't know. Yes. Oh. Well, they are going to be made into a series on Netflix. They've already started production. What? Yes. Okay. okay. Netflix originals. Let's go. So, yeah. He's working with Regina King's uh, production company on it. Actually. Oh, that's oh, so nice. even better. Even so, yeah, better. We're we're hoping to get him. He had he had a couple scoops. of medical issues. 
Okay. Uh, but we're we're working on it. I talked to him the other day, and it's like, yo, dude, we gotta we gotta get you back out here. Yeah. So he was like, no doubt, let's make it happen. So we're we're hoping to working that out. Okay. So, uh, real quick, did we say the dates that are gonna happen? When Not yet. Okay. Oh, let's do that. <laughs> so we uh, we we'll have sure. the con to April twenty sixth through the twenty eighth of twenty twenty four. It is the last weekend in April. That's great. Our goal was we initially were going to do it that first weekend in May, but folks were like, oh, wait, that's free comic book day or comic book day. And they, a lot of the black comic creators, they actually, that's an opportunity for them to make yes. a lot of extra yeah. money. So we didn't mm-hmm. want to impede on that. Yeah. We said, hey, let's, let's go ahead and move it up. And actually, I honestly, I wanted to make sure that the kids were still in school. Uh-huh. We want, we wanted to get it because we want kids doing it. We, you know, tried to do it during the summer this past year. It didn't work. And in 2022, we did it during the summer. Didn't get as many kids as we wanted in the space. Mm-hmm. But if they're in school, we know at the end of the lesson, we know the end of the year, teachers are always looking for field trips That's and right. things to go on. So, Oh, <laughs> man, that would be the yep. field trip. That's right, because the, yep. goal, the goal, like you said, with the Young Nerd badges is to be able to donate those yep. in, these, in these school districts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love that. I know. That's, I love a field. I would love to have a field trip to a con. To a con? Can, I right. one, can, can we do as an adult? Okay. Give me ten dollars. Well, listen, that, that's actually one of the things that we do. So, for every five um, young nerd badges that are donated, we give an adult badge so that someone they can have an adult supervisor with them perfect. at oh, the cool. con. Perfect. Love perfect, that. Perfect. See, so thoughtful, man. Yes. Y'all have thought this out. Yeah. You know, really practical ways to give to the community. I love yeah. it. Yeah, little nerdy vet would have loved this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little Listen, nerd Tamia so, would have too. So, so would little nerd Roy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah you know, and, and, and you know, honestly, I, this is you know that whole thing with the young nerd badges. I was that kid growing up that you know if I wanted to buy something when we went on these field trips, yeah. I was either going to buy something and not eat lunch. Yeah. Or yeah, I right. just wasn't going to get anything. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, you know, there were times, you know, where I'd saved up my money and I was able to do some extra things. But then, you know, you see your classmate who didn't have that opportunity. And like I said, I don't I don't want any kids leaving our space without a smile on their face. Whether mm-hmm. it's something that they did while they were there or something that they took with them that leaves with them when they get out. So that's right. Because they so each awesome. like they get little bags, right? Like with the with their little badges. That's an idea. I hadn't thought about that. Oh, I don't know. I thought that, <laughs> never mind. I, no, they get the ten dollars, right? They, yeah. they, get, they get spending they get yeah. the ten dollars. Con bucks. We give them con, con bucks. Yeah. Con yeah. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a I just had a flash of like the four of us as little kids with Roy, and I don't know what parent would have been minding us of the five of us running around. <laughs> oh, yeah, con. No. Fifty dollars. I'm like, I'm everywhere. I'm like, oh look, hey, so, yeah. hey, boy, boy, come over here. Right. It would have been off. <laughs> Y'all have been looking for me. I uh, know. <laughs> I don't know, ma. Don't we would have found. We would have found you at one of the um, comic book oh, creators. Comics. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where I would have been in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I've been. It's like we all went uh that TNG episode where everybody um turned into kids. Turned into kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina would have had on Guinan's big ass hat. Oh, man. <laughs> we 
Would you have? Would you have uh, the hair? The hairband that you? No, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm a kid that's like running around. I like I said, I'm the. Yeah, nah, no, no. there wouldn't have been a Picard in our in our. Group. No, 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 oh my god, I'm a, I'm a Photoshop that. Thinking. Roy, you gonna get a picture of Photoshop? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. Urban that's nerd cool. combat is here. <laughs> I also had a, a when you said that too, Roy. I had this great image of all of us as Peanuts characters. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oh my Troop, goodness! Trooping along like you right. know, your feet moved, and they all moved as a group. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh See, now that, that just made me remember the old Fat Albert cartoon. Right. Oh, my yes. oh my god! Oh my god! is that the whole little pile of us just walking around? So, yep. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> Fat Albert. Oh my, oh my god! Now the song is in my head. Right. <laughs> oh my Little god. kid Gucci. And for those of you all who don't know the song for the intro to Fat Albert, please uh, Google it. Yeah, go ahead, Google and, it. Go ahead, <laughs> YouTube it. Pull it up. Pull it up on YouTube, and yes. your whole world will be better. Yeah. You can thank us later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just the kids that you're serving. What else have you got ready to whip up for everybody that's coming to the con? Oh wow! So That's we're definitely going to do some cosplay. You know, we're 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 expecting some great cosplay stuff. We're definitely going to do a showcase. We're working on whether or not we're going to do some competitions um, with different things for the cosplay. We got a gaming lounge, um, retro gaming lounge is one of our partners who was who's been there with us. So the kids will be able to go and do free gameplay Ooh, throughout the nice. con. Yeah, that's um, cool. Oh my goodness! Oh, and then we will also have some grown folks spades being played. That's um, oh, you know, yes. yeah, I gotta have spades. So let, let, mm-hmm. listen, that's part of that whole HBCU culture. We gotta do it. <laughs> that's, that's black period. That's yeah, exactly black. Showing up at the barbecue. That's right. That's right. That's all, all the black kids at the PWI were playing. Right. <laughs> so listen, listen. That's one of the things. Like I said, we get together. You get four or five of us, and there it is. It's like that's that's, it. there's Alone. enough for the game. Uh, the panels, I mean, I think our panels are just going to be amazing. The folks that we have coming in are just, I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're, 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 we're putting some things together, but we're also still taking suggestions. Okay. We're still looking for things and see what people want to do. You know, we've definitely going to do, uh, some voiceover, um, panels and workshops. Oh, great. Ooh, that know, is hot. Creating, um, comic pages and you know character development all those kind of things we're going to probably do a couple of sip and draws sip and paints oh lord so <laughs> i did a bunch of those this summer yeah yeah so you were sipping huh girl <laughs> paint came out good i was like oh thank god for sipping but did yeah. it look good the next day too no not <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's my point <laughs> i rest my case <laughs> um so, so are, is there an are you guys doing um like any fan led panels at all yeah, all you have the to do is people have Yeah, say, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, we we had a couple. I can't remember what they were. Um, fabulous young lady by the name of Renee Cooper has been in charge of coordinating our panels and stuff. But there is space for fan panels. All you have to do is submit them. Um, the site will go back active November one, with all right. the new stuff for people to be able to start back submitting. 
And, you know, because we just we're going to verify if the folks who signed up for those panels before that we had are still coming through and all that kind of thing. And then we're going to go ahead and start opening it back up for more folks to come out and get engaged. Fantastic. I'm really looking Everybody get your panel ideas ready. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what's the can you give us the website? The urban dot net. So now we've got all this deliciousness out there, right? To whet everybody's appetite. Now tell them the real deal, Roy, because they can get all of this programming for a song. Just about. Mm-hmm. 50 bucks. That's, that, is our, that is our base <laughs> ticket price to get you access to, you know, pretty much everything based on, you know, of course, limitations of space and all of those kind of things. Um, you know, that all the, the pretty much the majority of the open, well, the regular panels and all those things. Um, but yeah, the 50 bucks gets, that's the adult ticket price for the entire weekend. Until um, though. Until January 31st. That's right. All right. 2024. Um, you know, that's part of the challenge that we had. It's, we have to get better at buying our tickets for things that happen um you know that was and i don't know if we want to just go ahead and get into this now before we jump into the pricing yeah, we, go ahead. That we we did have to postpone the con this year um and that primarily happened because there were several commitments that were made that some folks fell through on but we even then did not do a lot of pre-sales we actually had more pre-sales of tickets when we held the con first year in montgomery alabama than we did in Atlanta, Georgia, which I thought was mind blowing. Crazy, um, you know, being in Atlanta, we we really expected, we knew we would have a large walk up contingent, but we really expected that people would support and come out from that. You know, we're we're going to do the event, and um, that was one of the reasons. So we had because of those funds not coming through, I had to postpone the event. I knew that coming into the year, I would be able to cover the whatever I needed to because of our general work that we do with the network and everything and the things that we had coming in from our broadcast. So we just, you know, we're setting it up and getting everything ready. We're still at the same hotel. It is the Cortland grand now, um, formerly known as the Sheridan. Um, but it is now called the Cortland grand still 165 Cortland street, downtown Atlanta. Uh, we'll be right there and they're still excited to work with us. And so we're, we're excited. We're ready to move it forward, but we've got to have folks, pre-selling or pre-purchasing these tickets this this will clear up all of the issues that may come up if we can get those folks in and Mm -hmm. you know we were it was crazy because we were looking at it and i you know being the anal retentive virgo that i am of course i backtracked this (laughs) thing from whatever side i needed to and we realistically we needed three thousand badges sold that could have covered everything right and that was, you know, 3,000 of our regular weekend badges. If we would have gotten those sold, and it's just like, you know, we literally did 1,600 badges in Montgomery, you know, year one. Oh, and wow. um, and it was just like, I'm, I'm like, there's no way that we don't meet that number in Atlanta. But, you know, we didn't. We're But we're, we're going to make some changes with the way we're promoting, pushing, and doing some things. But getting out there and getting aggressive, but we we need folks to support. Um, the weekend badge again is fifty dollars for the all three days. Then we have what we're going to call our tracked badges. Um, we know we're going to do Star Trek, mm-hmm. Stargate, 
And actually, I can say comics. I know we're going to do comics, and we're working on horror to see if we can get those things. Those badges are going to be $75 each um, up until January. Well, let's put it this way. All of these prices are good until January 3rd. That's right. Yes. Let's Mm -hmm. just blanket that. Um, (laughs) The the Young Nerd badges are the only ones that don't change. The Young Mm -hmm. Nerd badges stay the same price. Um, and with the with the track badges, those will give you special access or advanced access to the to the different panels and things of those nature. So if you're like if you're a, a massive Star Trek fan, if you want to make sure that you get into this panel with certain people, you know, you want to get that badge for the for the track, right. and that'll that'll help get you closer to the front of the line. And then we're gonna have the VIP badges. That will be a hundred dollars. Now those are basically VIP inside of the tracks as well. That you'll be able to get that. So you'll have that. They're going to get early entry, preferred seating, um, and some really cool swag stuff that we're going to give out. Ooh, there swag. will be limited <laughs> numbers of the VIP badges because Uh-oh. of some of the other events that we're going to do. So it won't just be, you know, like everybody. You know, we're not going to have. 10,000 people or 4,000 people walking around with VIP badges. Yeah. It's going to be VIP. You know, we are yeah. probably going to cap that at a, at a few hundred. You know how we feel um, about so. VIP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we so, do love some VIP. We love some VIP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, I just think that it's incredible because I don't know any convention that you can go to and have $50 for the whole weekend. Like we're not talking like no. $50 for the day. day. Like I have paid $50 for a day at a yeah. convention. We're talking $50 for the entire weekend of programming and access. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and at a I just, major city in a major city, yeah. you know, and again, but this is yet another reason why I'm such a big fan of the urban nerd con, because keeping it accessible, you know, means that everybody has an opportunity to go. Yeah. You know, I mean, our our thing is, yes, this is a business. We're going to make money, but I I tell people all the time, I say, listen, I I have always been a bigger fan of what I call the Walmart or the Sam Walton philosophy. Mm -hmm. Sell, sell a lot of them at a lower price, Uh (laughs) you know, because But, but again, it's about what we're trying to do. We want to expose as many people to this space. We want to expose as many young kids as we can to an environment where they are not feeling marginalized, where they're not feeling like an outsider. And yeah, we know Atlanta's a chocolate city, so there are black folks all over the place. Mm-hmm. But it still doesn't matter. The major cons, when they come here, it's still the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, you... Because they're at a point now where you've got to have blacks at Dragon Con or blacks at MomoCon, and you've got to do all of those things because for years you haven't even paid any attention to them. Yeah. Right. You know, and so it's, you know, we, we want, we're, we're going to create that space. And because of the success of those things, we know that we can create something here in Atlanta that will be special. And, you know, I want it to be around for the next 30, 40 years. Right. So that, yeah. so that, you know, we'll make our money. We'll, we'll eventually make our money. We're done. Oh yeah, definitely. This is, <laughs> this is about the, the, the goal of, of spreading this stuff around. So, and the cons for everybody. Remember, that's what we say. Our heroes, our villains, our stories, everyone's con. We want everybody to come out. That's right. We that's want right. you guys to see some of this black brilliance that you haven't been exposed to. Yes. Right. So. 
I love it. And who's coming this year? Sci-Fi Sisters. Yes. Yay! <laughs> Sci-Fi <laughs> Sisters will be there. there. We will be there with you this year, no doubt. ATL. <laughs> so looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, we, we were very disappointed we couldn't make it the first time. Yeah. But um, definitely going to be there this year. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So we'll be there. Um, we're going to be doing some panels. We're going to have a vendor table. Um, we'll have uh, some great swag. We're going to have a section. We're going to have a section. Oh, we my, have a section? <laughs> oh my God, Roy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do whatever they want to do. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll. We're going to we'll try have... to do a live show. Yeah. We're yeah, going to have great. some uh, Urban Nerd Con only gear yes so i got it we're gonna have some good Ooh. stuff yeah so good that's stuff. actually something else that you just mentioned that i definitely want to mention to people um and we're gonna put this out to different podcasters because live streaming is our business that's what we do um yeah. you know the like I said, the jericho broadcast networks we know was the first commercial black owned streaming company in the country we know we were one of the first 10 okay I think five but we know we were one of the first 10 live streaming companies in the country, oh. there will be a space for podcasters to come and broadcast live from the con. That's going to be so cool. Right. Yeah. And Roy, Roy, can we just back up a little bit? Can you give some context to that statement for folks? Can you let people know, like, when you're talking about, like, as the first, you know, uh, you know, because <laughs> I think a lot of us don't get that in how deep the roots go and how far back you go. Yeah, we created our first podcast in 1998. See, it was hmm. called the BCSN Sports Wrap. Wow, that's a mic drop. 1998, yeah. y'all. Y'all yeah. ain't doing nothing new with your little podcast, right? Yeah, you're doing <laughs> something new. <laughs> uh, yeah, 1998, folks. We were, and this was still dial-up because um, <laughs> high-speed internet didn't hit the general public until December of 1999. They don't even and, know what high-speed yeah. dial-up is. They have they don't no even, clue. They, I mean, like, <laughs> dial-up is. They're like, who? Yeah, yeah what's a, a dial-up? Right, what's a dial? All I hear is that all I hear is that damn noise in my I know head. We all heard it. AOL. AOL. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yep, that one. Um and then in in January, January first of two thousand, we actually launched our first uh twenty four hour radio station, B one oh eight the vibe. Wow. Online, yep. Wow. wow. See, this is why we mess with you though, because yeah. you know, you talk about forward thinking. You know, you knew where it was at before any of the rest of us had caught up to you. Yep. You know, and that's why, that's why I feel like it's happening with this convention too. You know, it's the same sort of thing. Like, and that's why I'm really happy that we're starting with you from the very beginning, because I only see bigger and better and brighter things for this convention, you know, and, you know. Yep. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. I think, um, you know, you won me over from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the fact, like we said, little Yvette would have loved this. And that's where it comes from for me. Um, just thinking about all those little kids who couldn't tell anybody that they were nerds, um, mm-hmm. who yeah. couldn't be their true self um, in that in, in that space. Um, I just couldn't do it, you know, and I, I, I just, you know, it just wasn't where I was living at the time. So I did have a space, the library, but 
could you imagine if I could go to a con and see people like me who were nerds like me and grown people yeah. who were nerds like me and it was okay, you know, That's um, right. you know, who knows what have happened. So I, I just want that for someone, somebody else. Cause I definitely make sure that my kids get to have this. So I would love people who don't have that safe space, uh, because it, it doesn't even have to be kids. It could be grownups, too. So That's right. As no, black no, people. Definitely, yeah. You know, especially as but black folks, you know. Yeah. There's a lot but of people that can't afford. Six to 75. You know, we, we, want yeah. us, we want us all to be able to go somewhere and feel comfortable. You yeah. know, and just yeah. and be able to go in and bask in it and sit there. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't think people really understand when you like. When we were at the first one and and it was. And with all the running around I was doing, it was just this amazing moment when I was sitting there resting and I was sitting on the main stage and I was just looking out and I'm like, these folks are here and they're having fun. These kids are running around and then there's these older folks and we're all sitting in here just talking about reminiscing about, man, did you watch Doctor Who on the TV late at night? And then, you know, and <laughs> just all of this stuff and just remembering, you know, of course we we mentioned Michelle Nichols and just, I mean, just everything. We, we just, it was, it was like, this is what we have to grow. That's mm-hmm. what this is. It's, it's a place where we can, we can feel free to be who we are. That's it. You know, and in every sense of the word. And, you know, I think it's, it's funny. We, um we know all of us know the term because it's, it's normal everyday life for black people. It's called code switching. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. You know, we, <laughs> you know, but, we don't we want we want a space where we don't have to code switch mm-hmm. just be who you are you know if you're a horror freak horror nerd be that yeah you know if you're sci-fi be that if you're fantasy be that mm-hmm. you know it, it doesn't matter just be who you are and be in this space and enjoy it and the crazy thing that happened with me also is that we had a lot of folks of other ethnic groups and they were just like they were looking at the artists and they were like, Oh my God. They were just mm. like seeing all the artwork, all the comics. They were like, we had no idea that there were this many black people doing comics and being engaged mm. in it and, and just being in the space where I had no idea. Like one of the biggest. Oh my. Of, uh, oh wow. Moments for a lot of folks uh-huh. was finding out that Kevin Grievous actually wrote the underworld series. That is his series. Mm. created that wow and they wow. were just like yeah like, wait you mean they're like you mean the big black werewolf guy i was like yeah the big black werewolf guy he was the one that actually wrote that story that was him so yeah i mean you know those those are those things that we want to open up other people's eyes to right right because mm-hmm. we know a lot of the yeah. times but a lot of times but even though a lot of times we don't know you know i mean like you know, oh listen i yeah. didn't know i uh-huh. love the underworld movies and mm-hmm. when i first found out you know he's an hbcu grad went to howard university um you know he's also a member of alpha phi alpha mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah he's just all over the place so wow it was cool and then we're all like oh I know. I can't, I can't I wait. This. Can can the con be tomorrow? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, I I mean, that means all the preparatory work would be over. I know, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Because there's so oh, much that. work to go um, to start. We have we have a lot of work coming up, and um, I think it's going to be. I love the partnership that we have, um, and our excitement makes it uh, 
even more fun. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When we talk about it, because I think we all smile when we say it, when yeah. we say the Urban Nerd Con, and we kind of like smile mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a that's, not, that's what we're going to keep it. That's what it is. It's, it's about that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. we are so excited to um be working with you again and and to have a bigger role and be able to actually per- participate actively in the convention this year mm-hmm. you know and we want our we want everybody else to get excited about it too like i mean come on mothership and you know y'all jump on board because we're going to fly the mothership on down to the ATL yeah, and baby. Uh, <laughs> and land right there bring some sci-fi sisters for your ass baby <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's yeah, right. We're gonna bring them good. all. We're gonna bring them all down. Mm-hmm. The whole posse's coming. The whole posse. Not wait. Not wait. Well, Roy, thanks so much for being on the show tonight. Like, uh, we're we're really excited. And um, folks, you know, get those badges nice and early. That website is going up November first, so it's gonna be out there before you know it. Go ahead and pick up your $50 badge yep. and uh, and go ahead and sponsor a young nerd badge, more importantly, too. Um, you know, all of these things can be done so nice and quickly and easily. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Get it, give it as a gift for somebody. It's that's only 50 bucks, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. That's a great that's right. gift. What a great uh, Christmas gift. Right? That's right. Uh, to give out Christmas, to someone, yeah. you know? What a great Christmas gift. So. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Let's do this, folks. Thank you so much, ladies. Thanks, Roy. We love you. Yay. So, Yvette, can you tell folks where they can get in contact with us if they have thoughts on the Urban Nerd Con or have questions or just want to say hi to Roy? I sure can. You can find us at SciFiSisters.com. That's S-Y-F-Y-S-I-S-T-A-S.com. Join us on the mothership. That's M-U-T-H-A-S-H-I-P. And the Sci-Fi Sisters Book Club, both on Facebook. On Instagram, TikTok, and threads, sci-fi.sisters. And we are also on that platform, formerly known as Twitter, at Sci-Fi Sisters. For more interviews in our infamous Top 10 series, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Sci-Fi Sisters, Inc. Become a patron of Sci-Fi Sisters today at patreon.com forward slash Sci-Fi Sisters. The Trek Geeks Network's presenting sponsor is Fansets. Go to fansets.com for pins and memorabilia for all your favorite franchises. Visit fansets.com and use Trek Geeks, all caps, for your exclusive 10% discount. After listening to this podcast, please rate us and write a review. We may just read it on an upcoming episode. We want to say thank you to the baddest engineer in any and all universes. He's Dose, the anonymous one. He's responsible for all the Dose, 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 Dose. I forgot his theme music again. He's responsible for all the music you hear on our show, except for his theme music, which we love because we're super talented. Um, as well as production skills. And if you need him, hit him up on Instagram. He's dose underscore the anonymous underscore one. And that's it for us today. Urban NerdCon, let's go! April 2024, y'all! Woo-hoo! Get those badges! <laughs>